Whoever built these tire poppers, if indeed that's what they are, went through a lot of trouble to make them. These are precision cut pieces. Um, they got notches in the bottom to fit in. And irregardless, the bottom line is that was a very highly dangerous situation laying out in the interstate. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless. With me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I know you have a choice in podcasts, and thank you for making this your choice. <laughs> so we are your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and we broadcast every Wednesday, or best we can, live. This is a live broadcast, so if anything gets all screwed up, it's my fault for not having a producer, or producing the show myself, I should say. So if you're listening to this show, thank you. And you're listening one of three ways. You're listening through my website, markscalia.com. And if you want to look through that site a little bit more, please do. I've got a calendar and some videos and pictures and all kinds of things are happening on that website. And if you want to be more participant in our live broadcast, all you got to do is click that box you're listening to, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can be part of our live chat and if you cannot listen live what i like to do is i like to edit or slightly edit the live version of the show and then i upload it to itunes and it becomes a podcast so you can listen to it whenever you choose so those are the three ways you can listen and a lot's been going on in our week apart so i would like to bring you up to speed as i always do with the happening now monologue Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Passed. When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And I redid the intro. I don't know if you can tell. The sounds are off, so I, I redid it. So this is what's been going on. Apparently, Harrison Ford is not allowed to fly a fucking plane anymore. Get off my plane. <laughs> He's fucking crashing planes left and right. You know, usually we don't want to take the license away from the elderly or the seniors that are driving, but this motherfucker's in a plane. Did we learn nothing from the Millennium Falcon? He needs a co-pilot. <laughs> he needs a co-pilot. It, he flew over a plane, and then the response was, was that plane supposed to be underneath me? <laughs> Not, no, <laughs> from the tower. Uh, it's it's just fucking, what happened to Han Solo? <laughs> it's, it's, what happened to Han Solo? 
He was killed by his son. That's what happened. All right. That's the first thing. What? He is not dead. Yes, he's. I'm telling you, he's dead. Here's what they found out today. Seven alien Earths were found orbiting near a star. The Earth-sized worlds orbit a star just 39 light years away, and most may have the right conditions to host liquid water on their surfaces. But first of all, we can't get there. It's 39 light years away because... First of all, we can't fly faster than the speed of light anyway, and we can't even fly anywhere close to that. So, I mean, we just barely got out of our own solar system when we launched the probe fucking 35, 40 years ago. Come on. I don't know how we're going to get there, which is great that we've seen this, and, and, you know, maybe we can send up a, you know, like a big don't come here thing or, <laughs> or, or we need your help, big SOS or something but it's it's fun to know that there are other planets uh yeah harrison fork and flies <laughs> get off my plane okay it's uh, get out of no get off my runway that's what it should say not my plane so that's the thing about the planet and the, of course our planet's going crazy the weather has been completely mental we got three snowstorms in a row everybody's complaining about the winter and now it's 50 degrees out and most of the snow is melted. It's supposed to get up to 60 tomorrow, which is insane. California has been raining and muddy and it's like that's underwater and worried about that floating away. There are huge heat waves all over the country. It's just, you know, I know this. I don't personally believe in global warming. I don't even like the term. I know it's global climate change. That's what is going on. And it's, it's that's scientifically documented with all these massive storms and and records and cold snaps and heat snaps and rain when we're not supposed to get them and uh fucking i don't know i'm just i mean maybe i can get to those one of those seven planets solo, <laughs> maybe. now even though the weather's been crazy facebook has actually been calming down which is great maybe it's because it's a month in to the trump presidency and people are starting to settle in but everybody's complaining they were complaining about stuff there's i see less complaining instead of these very inflammatory things there's a couple i mean there's a couple of yahoos on both sides but it's calmed down which i'm very happy about because can't we all just get along i hope we can i'd like to so so i'm very optimistic about the spring and i hope you guys are too and i'm glad that you're listening to the show and and we can be optimistic together and since we're optimistic together i'm gonna play a little sounds like sax to me Sounds like sax to me is where I play you a saxophone solo and you have to guess what song an artist sings that song. Now, I love saxophone and songs. So here's the first one. And there's 18 seconds of saxophone solo. And if you guys know it, just type it in. Here's the first one. Tough one. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. That is not an old song from the 50s. That is a new song. I know it without knowing the name. Well, that doesn't help. Now, 
does it. I know it, but I don't know it right now. <laughs> then you don't know it. <laughs> was it a movie? No, it wasn't. I don't know if it was in a movie, actually, to be honest. But you know something? I'm just going to play you. I'll play you this. Okay, moving on. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. It's very easy. It's J.D. McPherson, North Side Gal. It sounds like a 50 song, though. So that's the first one. This one's a little older, though. 22 seconds worth of saxophone on this one. <laughs> it's like every movie from the 80s featuring Rob Lowe. No, it's not Kenny Loggins. Not Kenny Loggins. But I'll give you a hint. Kind of almost two first names. Yeah. Something like that. No. In that summer night? Close. In that summer night? No. not. It's close, though. It's got summer night in it. I'm going to move fast, so I'm going to give you one more shot at it to type it in. Yeah, should I play it again? It's 22 seconds worth of saxophone, but it's just... You know something, I think I'm going to be moving on. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. That would be Richard Marks' Endless Summer Night. Yep, see, that's it. That's, That's fucking it. All right, these are really 80s. These are like 80s, early 90s. How about this one? This is really, really tough. That's a tricky one. Come on. Just get the saxophone in there. Mm. <laughs> They're a form of the word B. You know, the, what are the, is the seven forms, of, seven tenses of B? Is, was, were, will be, and won't, isn't it? I don't know. I used to know those. There's is, was, were, will be, and there's something. There's one other one, a form of be. And I'm not going to Google it because I want you guys to guess it. Nothing. Going once. Going twice. Moving on. Okay, moving on. That was, I even hummed it for you. Dun, dun, dun. It by was not was. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. One of the stupidest music videos in fucking history. It made the Macarena look like an actual dance. <laughs> they would take their hands and go, like like their hands with a dinosaur, and like they would fucking make the dinosaur's head go forward and back. It was dumb. 
It was just fucking dumb. Dum dum dum. Anyway, that was sounds like sacks to me. No winners. Unbelievable. Not even Karen. Because you got them all after the fact. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to take our first break and we come back. We have an amazing guest. I actually love working with this guy. Super funny guy. Justin Hoff will be joining us and I'll put all his information in the chat. And during the break, you will actually get a little bit of a sample of his act. And I hope you enjoy it. I know you will because it's one of his funniest bits. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However, since 1993, modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Mia Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax. This is Christopher Scalia, host of The Restaurant. You're listening to Radio A Regardless with Mark Scalia. You're probably on death row. Most prison inmates don't have to listen to this, but you probably did something real bad. They're all making fun of me because they say that I'm uh, afraid of the ocean, and I'm not. I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> and uh, so I don't want to go snorkeling, and they're just like, oh, well, just doesn't want to go snorkeling because he has an irrational fear of sharks. There's nothing irrational about it. <laughs> You guys want to take a boat out into the middle of the ocean. That's where fucking sharks live. <laughs> That's where they live. I understand if they're like, do you want to hit the casino? And I was just like, well, are sharks going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if sharks are there. <laughs> that would be irrational. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and then, then they, they offer to pay for it. Like, that's going to help. They're like, dude, like, if you don't have it, we'll pay for it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's... That's what's keeping me from getting eaten by a shark. You know what I mean? <laughs> Financial reasons. Uh, so I'm like, whatever. And then there's always that one fucking dude with the statistics. I hate that guy. You know, it always starts with, you know. <laughs> well, you know, Justin. It's like, I probably don't fucking know, but unless it's like, hey, Justin, you know, all the sharks died yesterday. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to stop being afraid of sharks, no matter what you tell me. Right? And this kid says the stupidest thing. He goes, you know, uh, statistically, you're more likely to get killed by a coconut than a shark. And I went, well, you know, David, I'd still rather swim with a fucking coconut. <laughs> I've never seen someone on the beach go, get out of the water! Coconut! <laughs> So, so they're, all, they're all giving me shit, and I'm getting pretty pissed off, right? So I need to go take a walk. Um, and I'm in the gift shop, and they have this thing. I think it's for surfboards or whatever, but it's this buoy, but it kind of looks like a cone, but at the top is a shark's fin. Now I know I'm going on the boat, right? And I'm going to make them pay for it. So I said, you guys said you'll go, like, you'll pay for it. They go, yeah. 
So I'm on there, I got my backpack and everything. I'm really taking my time getting the equipment on. I wait till everybody is in the water, including the instructor, and I open my backpack and I throw the fin over, right? I'm expecting people to be like, <gasps> and then be like, oh, Justin's an asshole, you know what I mean? And then they're still on the boat. Everyone freaked the fuck out. <laughs> oh my god, even the, everyone's going like insane, right? And I'm like cracking up. So then they're like, uh, people are like, they're so scared, they're not even going to ladder, they're trying to climb up the side of the boat. And they're like scrambling, and I'm just running back and forth, pushing people back. <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, stop being so irrational. <laughs> You're back at Radio Where Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was Justin Hoff. And as a matter of fact, he's joining me via Skype. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Justin Hoff. Hey, what's going on? Everybody? How are you, Justin? Well, thanks for having me. The crowd loves you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, man? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I'm just, you know, getting ready and, and uh, for tour coming up and, and all that good stuff. You still kind of sound like the Matrix. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you fine. You sound great. You sound absolutely fantastic here. Trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Wi-Fi? So, you know, sometimes I, I mean, I use the Skype thing because it's a clean digital signal and it's better than a phone. But for some reason, people are like, oh, I don't, it doesn't sound good. And I'm like, well, a phone call sounds worse, which is, I don't understand how Skype through your phone sounds better than your phone through your phone. Yeah, makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. So how are you, man? I'm doing really well. I'm still uh, feeling good over the weekend. We were on a show. We had a great show. Yeah, the show we did last Saturday night, uh, the Big Benefit Show in Gardner. You did a fantastic job. Oh, and by the way, let me tell people how they can find you. This is Justin Hoff. That's J-U-S-T-I-N Hoff, H-O-F-F. And you can free stalk him. He's on Twitter at at J-A Hoff. On Facebook, he's known as Hoffy, and then Hoffy. he's on Instagram at he's is it at I gotta say at at J A H O F F eighty four. Please don't tell me you were born in eighty four. I was born in eighty four. Great year. Are you shitting me? A lot of great movies what came the out. Fuck? Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones. I know. I saw them because I was oh I saw them when I was in <laughs> high school. You fucker. <laughs> Fuck, it's so weird when people put it in print, and I'm like, shit, that is fucked up. That is like, like you don't even know, because I look at that, and I'm like, I was born in 68 with civil rights and moon landing and Woodstock, and you're like, uh, I was born during Reagan, <laughs> and I'm like, I have vivid <laughs> memories of all of that. I mean, I was, I mean, I probably got laid in 84 for the first time. I lost my virginity when you were a zygote. <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable but god bless you being young now how, how long have you been doing stand-up justin this will be my sixth year only six years you're killing yeah, it 2011 man. i started so that you are absolutely I'm killing trying, it out man. there you're killing it now you said you're you're on tour you got a tour coming up or something you mentioned yeah, tour. Another, uh every year we do we try to do two or three um day drinkers which is just me and brian glowacki and then we have some friends come out and join us um, oh, once okay. We get to our de destinations. 
I thought you meant, I didn't know what it was. Like my wife does tours, like for Salem food tours. And I'm thinking, well, is it tour? Like, is it like a band or is it like a tour? And it's like, no, we're just going to go drink it. Just- <laughs> yeah. You thought I was getting ready to go on a tour like right now? What kind I, of tour would happen? Over I there? don't know. No, maybe you're prepping for the, you know, for a month long tour. <laughs> You know, sometimes you get roadies just packing your bag on a Wednesday night for a Thursday to Sunday gigs. I don't know. Yeah. Could be going on tour. Yeah, I do I do roadie. Canadian tours, so I'm gone for like three weeks at a time. Well, I am going up to uh I'm going up to Portland for the weekend and uh getting a hotel up there to do some shows and then um but I was talking about um March seventeenth, we're gonna kick off our tour in Savannah, Georgia, and they have the biggest St. Patrick's Day parade in the US. Really bigger than Chicago? Biggest biggest parade. Wow. Yeah. So we're gonna go uh we're gonna go get some great footage for that before our show, if we ever make it to the show that night, you know. <laughs> you ever been to you've been to Savannah before? I've been to Savannah driving through to to do shows in in uh or like, you know, I've done shows in Georgia and Florida and up and down the east coast, but never actually hung out in Savannah. Huh. I've actually I've been to Savannah twice doing corporate gigs and it's uh it's really nice. It's you know, I didn't do any comedy shows, it was just you know, corporate stuff. But uh my wife has a question for you. Who are your comedy idols? I at first I thought because my eyes are bad, I thought it says, Who are these comedy idiots? I thought it's because <laughs> idols is in oh, parentheses. <laughs> so it's uh still waiting for you to have a guest that loves Dick Van Dyke. As much as you do. So who are you comedy idols, Justin, since my wife asked the question? Um, who do you have any? I do, but it's all, I mean, the, the there's the classic guys like Pryor and Carlin and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, the people that are, are killing it now, like Burr and Tignataro and these people. I just, I like people who have a unique um, perspective and stuff like that. But there's just, there's so many of us. You know, so it's great yeah. to see, and especially with production nowadays, like you can go on Netflix and someone can go and produce their own special. And so, um, just being able to find out, uh, about new comedians more and more. But I would say, you know, what's funny is you can't love anybody anymore though. Cause as soon as you do, you find out something they did yeah. that was terrible 30 years ago <laughs> yeah, or five years ago, whatever. Yeah, or whatever it is, and it comes out because of the internet, and now there's all these, you know, people used to videotape things and stuff being like, oh, well, it's just, we're the only ones who own these tapes, so it'll never get out, and then Mm -hmm. now everything's out, so I don't know, I try not to hitch my wagon to anybody, (laughs) just in case. I've, I, I mean, I've done shows with, uh, you know, with with national comics and things like that, and a lot of times they're really nice, and the the problem is sometimes when you meet somebody who's already a national comic and they've been on television or film or whatever and you have this preconceived notion then you meet them and sometimes they're better than what you thought and a lot of times they're total fucking hatchet jobs and you just like oh, I wish I could not meet them ever yeah yeah you got a live boston coming up and you've been there a bunch of times you work with some big names there what's the most well known comic that you've worked with well, I have been in the car for about six hours with Mark Scalia. That was pretty fun. <laughs> Chatting up to me. You know, I didn't get into that. But, yeah, that's kind of the first time. Like, we've done a few shows here and there. But that was a big, 
that's always a big thing because I could be a douchebag and you could be a douchebag and then we're in the car for fucking six hours going, I have nowhere to go. Right. But we had a good conversation. Yeah. We had, did great show, that show. I still wear that. Yeah, I love there, that t-shirt. there right? and on the way back because usually yeah. there is fun and then it's on the way back the next morning when yeah. you're all. We're going to get um, in a fist fight. Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everything, it was cool. Everything was cool. Yeah, it and it was great work. And again, you did you did a fantastic job. No matter where you go, you light it up, man. You really do. You have a nice style. You're very even keeled, but you just you do these things where it's like you think people would be upset by this shit, and they don't because you tell it. You got to play to your strengths, right? So if people are going to be like, uh, think that I'm endearing, or they're going to go, oh, look at him, look at him. he's so little and cute and stuff like that, <laughs> then I'll say the most hor- horrific stuff I can and see what I can, yeah. <laughs> I can get away with. Well, the funny thing is, so. I mean, it's not like you're a, a super tall guy, but you're not like really short. You're shorter. I'm compact. You're. <laughs> but we had Brian Munzer on the show, and I've had Brian on this show as well, and Brian is like 6'4". And yeah, you guys stood huge. next to each other, and I said, probably not a good idea. He could have introduced me and just stepped aside, and I could have been like, ta-da, just standing by. Yeah, and then nobody would have known. So, but uh, to, to go back and answer, answer your question, yeah. um, when the Mohegan Sun is now comics, um, but that used to be, um, they used to do smaller bookings in the Cabaret Theater, which was like 350, 400 seats. And when I was very new, I opened up for Bobby Kelly, and that was a sold-out show. And I probably had five minutes of material, and uh, they let me just—they let me open up for him and and host that, and that was huge. You know, being—I think I was probably like maybe six months, seven months into comedy, and I got that gig. I have not seen him in probably a decade, and you were five minutes in. <laughs> It said, okay, boom. Yeah, five minutes into comedy. Mm. <laughs> so that was I- fun. And then just, just recently opened up for like Chris D'Elia, Carly Aquilino, Jesse May Peluso, all those MTV people. Gilbert Gottfried was a fun one. There's a ton of uh, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried fucking things. <laughs> Matt Barry. You know Matt Barry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt Barry was, he opened for him, and he goes, he goes, he walks people all the time. Like people walk out of his show. And I'm like, how do you walk out of a Gilbert Godfrey? You pay like 30 bucks a ticket. Why would you walk out of it? And and you think you would know. Yeah, yeah. But I think now he does He does shows where, like we do this little, um, I was just there with Kevin Flynn uh, two weekends ago. But that's where it was this little place in um, the Bistro B down in Westport, Connecticut. Okay, yeah. And you had people that were there for just like a wedding or whatever, because this is quaint little bed and breakfast. And then downstairs they have the original Treehouse comedy club. Yeah. Brad Axelrod. And uh, so Gilbert was there and his people were like, Oh, we'll go see a comedy show. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey. We know him and he's on TV and he was the voice of the parrot in Aladdin. And then he gets into his act and people are just, yeah. Horrified. It's like pulled, someone pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. Yes, they're like, what is going on? Why is he so vulgar? Yeah. But too funny. So you've been doing it six years, traveling around, doing all right, and you got a lot of stuff going on, man. You're like, and you're doing it full time, aren't you? Yeah, that that was. I think that was the decision that kind of catapulted it, is because it was like, you know, I could live comfortably and do this, and still probably would have done all right because I was getting, you know, gigs opening up for national uh, touring comedians, just being like a weekend warrior. And then I made the decision to okay, I'm just gonna just see what I can do and 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 take a shot at it. So I gave it like a year, and then 
you know, didn't, I mean, had some success, but then decided that this is probably better to just be available. Like I wouldn't be able to go on this, this tour or just being able to all of a sudden, like if they, they call me and they need me to go to LA or New York or whatever I can go. So, and you just make certain sacrifices like, uh, but it's cool because I live right near Davis Square. You make a human um, sacrifice. That's that's the way to do it in this business. Yeah, you make, you make human sacrifices. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying like, because people are like, how can you afford to do it full time and stuff? Because, um, you know, even though I'm doing paying gigs, it's you, know, you work Thursday through Sunday, maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. And that doesn't happen every single week. So, um, and if I do get to open up for these national headliners, you kind of have to, there's opportunity over money. So those aren't the ones that really... You know the you know the private gigs are the ones know. that that pay the best. So people are like, how do you do it? And I, and and people think I'm trendy because I live in this like this um this this area this hipster area. So I blend in, but my my clothes are dissolving and have holes in them and stuff. But <laughs> just because I'm poor, that's, like, what, not, I'm not that's why you be, always I'm have the same hoodie. Trend. I thought it was a thing, like Billajack. I go, he wears a hoodie. It's like Billichek, but no, it's no. I have I have three. I have I rotate three three, uh, three hoodies, hoodies, <laughs> and that's it. And a hat. That's it. That's all I have. Three hoodies and a hat. And and three it. hoodies. And, a hat. and I have a leather jacket, and then if it gets really cold, I have like a uh, a parka. But that's it. <laughs> I saw you wear a I scarf one once. I, yeah, you got, <laughs> you're doing all right I, on the weekends. Getting us, getting yourself a scarf. <laughs> I borrowed that scar. It's borrowed. I found it. It's borrowed. <laughs> I got one pair of jeans, and when those jeans dissolve, I go out and I buy another pair. I've gone to Savers. I love Savers. Fucking Savers. They don't really have any of those around they, here, they, do they? Ocean like, State. I know in New Hampshire. They have one. But they have like Ocean State, Job Lot, and Savers. Savers essentially is like a, I mean, there's a Salvation Army. There's Goodwill. And you can get a lot of really cool stuff. I bought a pair of shoes, and I use them for when I, I'm Scrooge, but they weren't, they go, here, 15 bucks. And I go, well, you know, these soles are coming off. I said, would you would you sell them for like five? And they went, well, we can. Oh, could, wow. We so could, you negotiated at Goodwill? Yeah. I said, <laughs> so don't talk about your three fucking hoodies. But what I did is I paid eight bucks for them. <laughs> I went to it. There's a, a cobbler in Salem and I went there and he glued them oh and then stitched gosh. them and that cost $15 and these shoes were when I say they were brand new they weren't even broken in I love man I'm telling you man yeah how did we get here I don't know <laughs> and then of course I bought a fucking $90 shirt at Nordstrom's for for no fucking reason so I've yeah, got like fifteen dollars like shoes. I bought, I, bought a, I bought a juicer that was like $150 but I won't buy another hoodie <laughs> It's a, ladies and gentlemen, this is comic priorities, by the way. So, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our second break, and when we come back, I'm going to play a game I wrote especially for Mr. Justin Hoff, uh-huh. and uh, I'll explain that when we come back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. What the fuck? It's snow, several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the porch and steps and it'll be fine. All this snow is make me lose my mind. I just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. (laughs) 
shoveling, shoveling. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all gonna f***ing lose our minds. Everybody, it's winter time. It's not snowing again. Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your f***ing car. Hi, this is Kenny Bonison. You're listening to Radio Irregardless, and uh, you should probably turn this off. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was... Uh, that was Kenny Bondison. I love that. You should uh, probably turn this off. <laughs> Just fucking love him. <laughs> but enough about him. Let's talk about you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Justin Hoff. And again, you can free stalk him on Twitter. He's at J.A. Hoff. On Facebook, Hoffy. And Instagram, he's at J.A. Hoff 80 fucking four. Not 80 fucking four. That's just right. 84. Right. We've talked about that in the previous segment i don't want to fucking get upset about that again so we're back so here's what i'm gonna do we're gonna play a quick game with justin and we've got a we've got a few listeners tonight now here's the thing if you're signed on there's it says uh, elsewhere the people who are s elsewhere if you want to be actually participant in the game you actually have to sign in using a facebook address or an email or something like that just so you can show up and your name shows up uh, otherwise you're just listening which is fine you can still just listening and this is for my podcast listeners as well this seems to be kind of a delay but you guys can play if you're listening to the podcast but certainly our live listeners now just in the game we're going to play with you it's called get off What? Get off. off. That's it. That's a long fucking way to go. Yeah, to get to that. That's well, (laughs) you wouldn't know that song. That's a song by Foxy called Get Off. And it's just, you know, that's where they you know when they go to a club and they go, ooh, 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 that's where it's from. Okay. Yes. (laughs) You know where they go? My mom. They go, ooh, ooh. They go, ooh, ooh. That's what it so anyway, a long fucking way for a punchline, but it doesn't matter. So because we're playing get off, not originally I was gonna call it get off. <laughs> that's what i thought it was yeah. you know but i can't because of the way the game plays out so i'm gonna play i'm it's played get off now here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be asking you some questions i'm gonna get gonna give you a test question and then i'm gonna be asking yeah. you five questions now you're playing directly against my listening audience and the people who are signed in can actually play uh so you can play now now the thing about this is when you and i speak we're speaking via skype and we're speaking almost instantaneously as soon as i say it you hear it as soon as you hear it you talk back to me but the listeners are listening through an internet delay and depending on their servers it could be up to eight seconds so that's your advantage that you're faster but the disadvantage is there's more of them than of you all right here's the test question and all these answers have off in them okay so it's get off get it there you go so I would say uh, to you, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Honeydew are these. Coffee shops. 
<laughs> and you know what song? <laughs> do you know what that's from? That sounds like James Brown. That's Prince, and that's a song called oh, "Get Off" as as well. So it's like that's if you get a correct answer. That's how easy it is. All right. And of course, the listeners have not typed in anything because they probably haven't even heard the question yet because they're so right. slow. All right, so here we go. If you were to add man D to your name or just be a rain man. Dustin Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman might be the correct answer. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there we go. Because it's get off. That's what it is. Yes. It's like, who's, what sound effect? That's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a guy getting off, I guess. It's, it wasn't me. I downloaded it. I downloaded it. Yeah, but why would you play a guy? Why would? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. How about this one then? Was it as good for you as it was for me? There you go. All right. Probably not the best. I had a woman, but it was like, and it kept yeah. going. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, because the, the guy one wasn't uncomfortable at all. <laughs> well, the guy one's quicker. The woman's like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, I, I can't have a 20-second correct answer. So I need like a right. five, I need two seconds. And the guy's going to go, oh, yeah, that's it. So, you know something? Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. You're uncomfortable. Now. <laughs> like Howard Stern now. <laughs> so you got the first one correct. Here we go. How about this one? What you would call your children. My offspring. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That is correct. <laughs> offspring. Karen just typed in offspring. So she's listening. Probably, well, she's right. on my server. She, she typed in offspring. She said offspring. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down offspring and then keep it and add it to your, your act at some point. I will, yeah. All right, here we go. A box in which a corpse is buried or cremated. I'm going to wait and give... Let's see. It's the <laughs> listeners. Oh, there we go. Coffin. You let her have that one. Oh, so I've got to give you this one then. I am very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. She said. Yeah, you're welcome, Karen. All right. So how about this one? You don't have to go to the bay to watch this night rider. <laughs> Oh, don't hassle the Hoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Yes, it is David Hasselhoff. There you go. Off. Let's see. Oh, she didn't type anything. Because we're going to move on fast. How about this? This one's the trickiest one. This is the last one. Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2, Teen Mom 3, Maud, The Jeffersons, Gloria, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, Joni loves Chachi. What? <laughs> I'll do it again. Teen Mom, right. Teen Mom 2, Teen Mom 3, Maud, The Jeffersons, Gloria, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, and Joni loves Chachi. Those are all sitcoms, but... Oh, Karen got you because they are spin-offs. Did she get it? <laughs> she got it. Spin oh, spin-off. You get this. 
You've ruined sex God. for me forever. <laughs> <laughs> They're all spinoffs. Yes. Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2, and Teen Mom 3 are all spinoffs of 16 and Pregnant, which I did not know. Right. Maud, the Jeffersons. Which which one of my one of my friends calls uh 16 and Pregnant uh, MILFs with braces. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking totally wrong. I know. That's fucking horrible. See, these people can't see me, so they probably think I'm a creep. But no. It, it, I can't. <laughs> no, but if you want to see him, I tell you, if they want to see him, they can free-stalk you. Yes, they can. Well, okay. it's, let's go. So Maud, Jeffersons, and Gloria are all spinoffs from All in the Family. Happy Days uh, uh, spinoffs were Laverne and Shirley, Merc, Mork and Mindy, and Joni Loves Chachi. Mork and Mindy was off of Happy Days? Oh, yeah, yeah, because Robin Williams visited Richie Cunningham. I did not know that. Yeah, he actually had two episodes. Yeah. This is a fun game. I think I might uh, play this with people after shows. <laughs> the get the get off game? The get off game, yeah. The get off. So I still think this is your favorite one. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> actually, he does sound like you, though, if you think about it. Oh my goodness! He does well. It's just was it as good for you as it was for me? I'm thinking our hotel rooms were too close together. No, <laughs> actually, our hotels were not even close to each other. Where was? No, they're on the other side of the. Uh... Yeah, because remember we had to drive like a fucking hour to the hotel that wasn't even remotely close to where we were doing the gig. And then we showed up. What was, was the, like, what was the name of the bartender with all the tattoos? And you bought me a drink. What was her name? Uh, I forget. Uh, Julia? She, was it Julia? It was Julia. Oh, my God. What a memory. Yeah. Yeah. She Jules. was very cute. She was adorable. I'm like, they were like, uh, we are, it's like one o'clock and we just drove an hour from a gig. And she's like, well, I can get you yeah. one last drink. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Justin, she's closing up. Talk to her. I'll be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Do you know some some asshole actually pretended that he lost his key so that she would go back to his room? Really? With that night we were there? Yeah. How did you find that out? Because it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah. You forgot your key. It's uh, did she go back to your room? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, well, I mean, she, came, she had to come back. No, she she came back to let. Me. <laughs> yeah, she came back to let me in, but that was it. Oh, did you really lose your keys or no? No, you don't remember. We had to return three keys in the morning. <laughs> no, I I was having that bad breakfast that they left us. Yeah, I had to, had, I had to go and return three keys. Go, oh, I found this in the room. <laughs> Well, it was a fun gig, and then I just, you know, in the middle of nowhere. I still, I have, I have that video of us in the bar where I'm just like, and you're dancing behind me, and I'm just like, I look so miserable. I hate white people. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I was like, I hate. Oh, what were they doing? Oh, remember they were doing the karaoke, and it was like, um, what was it? It was like country music or something. And then the power went out. They blew a fuse after they were playing like dance music, and somebody said, "Don't play that." Did they say something terrible? They said yeah. something terrible. And I was like, all right, it's not. 
I don't know if they Steen was still there at that point. Yeah, so. I don't know if they said the N word, but it was pretty close to it. I don't think it ever went that far. I just yeah. think that that some big old tractor driving dude was just like, play white people music. And I'm like, everything up here, everything up here is white people music. <laughs> what is this? Uh, you sang karaoke? No, I didn't. Not that night. Mm-mm. I don't think I sang. Well, no, because they so were done with a, the karaoke you got by to then. A dance competition. Yeah, we did the dance. Yeah, I did a little dance competition. Yeah, and then my my fucking back went to spasms, and I'm like, okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> Not a fucking... That's what was so funny because on the on the way up, you were just like, oh man, we're gonna have to stop every once in a while on my back, and I'm having spasms, and I'm like, all right, let's let's do everything that we can do to try and help it, and then all of a sudden you're doing the worm. Yeah. On a dance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my thing is, I'm like, I'm, I'll like, do this burnt like magnesium. I'll burn really bright, really fast, and then 30 seconds, I'm like, I need a nap. I can't do this. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. We're going to take our third and final break. I'm going to tabulate all the scores, and when we come back, we're going to ask Justin the three questions I ask of all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and still on the Skype line, Mr. Justin Hoff. And again, free stock him on Twitter. He's at J.A. Hoff. Facebook, Hoffy. Instagram at jahoff84 and check him all out. He's got follow him because he'll tell you where he's going to be and he's got a lot of things coming up. So I have tabulated all the scores and through the skin of your teeth because you were a little sympathetic and let Karen give you one of the answers. You win. Yay. You win. So before we let you go, Justin, a couple things. We do want to find out what you got coming up so you can tell the listeners. But before I let you do that, tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. So my first time was I had tried to do it for a while and had called up all these like amateur shows and stuff, and um, I couldn't get on anywhere. And then they used to have a mic at um, the vault back when they had Dick Doherty's Comedy Vault. And I had signed up like three months in advance. And I was like, oh, I got plenty of time. And then I just remember the day of, all my friends had been asking me to do stand-up for a while. So everybody was going to the show, and I hadn't written any material yet. Then I just remember being like in my apartment, and I tried to run a few jokes by my friend, uh, my best friend. And he was just like, oh, what are you going to do? These are terrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So I was, I was, I was panicking. And then um, 
I just remember driving there and everybody was like all like happy and partying and just being like, oh, we can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. And we're going to go out afterwards and all this different stuff. And I just remember the distinct uh, feeling of I just wanted to open the driver's door and just roll out <laughs> and just not do it anymore. But yep. I was I yep. was driving so I couldn't escape. Well, you could. And, you would have uh, killed everybody in the car. though. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to do that. So we get there and I go back and um, I try to introduce myself to everyone and of course you know who am I nobody wants to talk to me and um then Kathy comes back after the first guy um goes on stage and immediately bans him for life I don't know what he said really in the light or something who was it I think he went a little bit I don't even know no one that's around anymore but just some some kid who was just like I've done comedy before you don't tell me and he just started talking back and she's like you're banned for life and I'm just sitting there shaking I was like my name's Justin I'm supposed to perform tonight You know, just so, so green. So, so green. And uh, I went up there and I, I had a blast, man. Everything, you know, I probably cringe at it now, but I just remember at the time everything worked. I even saved, I wrote little notes on a coaster because I didn't want to go up there with notes. And I just remember just having a blast and everybody being congratulatory and stuff like that. And that's why I decided to stick with it because the, the first time went well. Uh, was it the best time? Yes. Now the best time. Uh, there... It really, I mean, I know, I know it sounds trite and stuff, but it really is hard to pick because there's, there's been so many, you know, like going to perform at the comedy store in LA where Brian and Brian Glowacki and I wanted to be gracious and everybody was offering their weed. So we smoked and then got lost inside the comedy store and couldn't find our way out. You got lost in the uh, store. <laughs> yeah, we actually went, we, we were in the kitchen and we we're just like, well, we know we're not supposed to be in here. So we left the kitchen and we ended up like, trying to go through an exit and one of the like one of the um ushers was like that's the women's bathroom and we were like <laughs> luckily we were staying in the andaz if you know sunset andaz is like right next door so all we had to do was walk across to the hotel lobby but it was uh but i, I shouldn't that wasn't the best time it's just a funny memory but um <laughs> that was terrifying that was terrifying i couldn't it was i was so terrified um but that's the California weed's different than around here. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> so the best time I think would either be the finals of the Boston Comedy Festival, just because it was 900 people sold out in the um, Somerville Theater. So that was like first time I ever did like a sold out theater, um, and I had a bunch of family and everybody come to support me. Um, but then there's a show at Orlando Improv. I don't know what it was. It was just a regular feature spot half an hour spot but from the moment i got up there to the moment i got off it was just absolutely electric and the crowd was with me the entire time and my friends were talking to me afterwards they were like dude you had like this light above you it looked like you were floating like you could just tell i was just having like the uh the set of my life so yeah i would i would probably say orlando improv uh was probably the best best set i had okay now that you've enlightened us with your first time and your best time now Tell us about your worth time. Oh, God. Again, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) So many bad ones. Um, I just remember, I remember a couple times, um, like, bringing girls to shows, and if they didn't go well, just being like, oh, this is, this feels, this feels terrible. So um, I try to only bring girls to, if I knew that it was a place that I usually get a good response. But um, I remember I had to drive, um, 
a booker got a show and he didn't drive. So I had to drive him all the way down to like the, just the deepest part of, you know, the, like the most Southern part of Connecticut you could go mm. to. And the highway literally stopped and you were just like in a driveway and it was just like this dirt road. <laughs> and, um, we, we come across this restaurant and they don't have like a stage and they just got like the whole bars open and we were just in like a little corner. So it wasn't even like, um, like cornered little, off. Like and <laughs> I get there thinking that I'm going to do five minutes and then they go, Oh, it's supposed to be a 90 minute show. And the, the, you know, the headliner was like, I only want to do 45. So they wanted me to do like a 20 hour, like 20 minutes to a half an hour material. And I only had five minutes at the time. <laughs> and you know, you, you know, when you get stuck on stage and you don't like, usually like now you can kind of get out of it. But when I first started, I, my started to freeze and I was like, Oh no, what am I going to do? And then you're, you literally can't think of a word to say. You just, your entire <laughs> brain just shuts off and I remember it being so silent and I was just staring down waiting for the next word to come I actually heard a white like some some woman uh say to her husband oh oh my god I feel so bad for him but she like whispered (laughs) but I but I heard I could still hear it she whispered it was so quiet you could still hear I could hear her go oh my god I feel so bad for him and like that's that kind of snapped me out of it and I was just like so where's everybody from but it was just I think you know I felt like everybody could hear her say that and it was just uh that was just I was sweating bullets for like 25 minutes (laughs) so fucking funny that's what you gotta do you gotta eat the time that's what they want you to do but that was just yeah but you don't have those anymore you're not having bad sets anymore they're all behind you (laughs) I mean now you're probably gonna have sets that aren't as good as others but very rarely will you have that happen well hopefully there's been there's only there's only been a couple times where I I bombed like when we went to uh, the last time we were in Florida we did like some some the I think the median age might have been 65 70 like of the average of people who were there and they just hated me so much from the moment I got up there that at that point it almost becomes comical to you and you go all right well let me see how bad I can bomb right now and you just kind of just make it about like, yeah you turn it up you, you know they're twist the yeah they already hate, they already hate me so I'm just gonna keep talking about references that they have no idea about just uh i think i was just i freestyled a lot on that one i just started rapping because they already hated me you know that's it's funny you would do that but like and i've been there too where i went you know you fucking hate me i might as well do what i want to do and you would think in your head when you're on stage you're like yeah i'll show them i'll just be as whatever and then what happens you go it can't get worse and i've seen shows that we're gonna fucking kill him you know (laughs) it's <laughs> then they come after. I've never you. like attacked audience though. You know how like some people turn against the audience oh, and they're yeah. like, "What's wrong with you?" I've never, I've never blamed them, but sometimes I just go deeper into my own. Like, oh well, I might as well try all my new stuff if they're going to hate me, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it could, it can go a bunch of different ways, <laughs> but hopefully that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> well, now that I tell you how terrible I am, you can catch me at. <laughs> yeah, you know something. Yeah, now, now that all the bad stuff is out, and again, Justin is so fucking funny that you'd you'd be like, he has bad sets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is you know, nobody has bad sets. Everybody has bad sets every once in a while, but he won't have any bad sets, especially when that. Now, what do you got coming up? You're going to be Laugh Boston. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like this weekend, if. Uh... If we got anybody up in Portland, I'll be in Portland Maine Friday and then Manchester, New Hampshire Saturday. And then the what, following the venues, weekend, give them the Mark, venues. Mark. Give them the venues. We're in Portland. Oh, both, both of them, both of them are headliners. So the Goldrum okay. up in um, 
Portland, Maine, and then Headliners Comedy Club in Manchester, New Hampshire. That's at the Radisson. And then at the Radisson, correct. Yep. And then the uh, next week, I will be with Brian Callen and Stevie Blue Eyes at Laugh Boston, the second through the fourth. So Stevie March Stevie Blue fourth. Eyes he sounds like a mafia guy. Well, that's it's kind of a play. That's kind of his whole shtick. He went away for a little bit and came back, and now he's Stevie Blue Eyes. So what, he went away. Yeah, he he went away. He went upstate. Oh, I was going to say he went away because, you know, so Stevie Blue Eyes. Is he funny? Yeah, he's funny. He was a Boston guy, and then he went to L.A. and um, met Joe Rogan and Brian Callen, and just now he's on tour. Now he's just touring the the country. Stevie Blue Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he goes like he – now I think it's just Stevie Blue because Joe Rogan made fun of him, but it was Stevie Blue Eyes for a while. Oh, Stevie Blue he goes by. Yeah. yeah, he was at the Hollywood Improv. So, no, I don't recognize him at all. I don't even know who he is or if he's he was from Boston. Yeah, he was kind of doing the he was kind of doing the the open mic scene around here and then he moved to LA and that's where he kind of blew up once he got to LA. Huh. That's that's usually what happens. <laughs> we're all we're all in this together. No, no we're not. No. <laughs> No, we're not, Justin. You fucking see? He's like, we're all in this together. Fuck that. Dude, if we were all in the same boat, you would bet your ass that people would be fucking knifing each other in the middle of the night and tossing bodies over the side. Cut yeah, this shit. I would shit. not last. I would not last at all. No, I I, I sleep I sleep like three hours, so I'd be fine. <laughs> and I'd be like, get behind me, Justin. <laughs> I know. I would just. I would have to become somebody's bitch real quick. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if we'd go that far, but <laughs> we had separate hotel rooms, so let's leave it at that. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> but Justin, man, thanks for being part of the show tonight. It's been great yeah, having man. you as a guest, and we got to so um, we got to get together at some point again. So, but definitely follow him on Twitter. He's at J A Hoff. He's on Facebook at Hoffy and Instagram. He's at J A Hoff eighty four. Catch him where he's got some stuff going on. Laugh Boston. He's up in Manchester and Portland at the Gold Room. Justin, thanks for being part of the show, man. I'm sure I will see you around the campus, my friend. Thanks so much, Mark. Justin Hoff, everybody. He's such a cool dude to work with, too. He's so funny. He's a nice guy, genuinely funny. And definitely check him out. Follow him and check out his shows. So, guys, before we wrap the show, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. I've got some tentative stuff, but as of right now, I don't have anything booked so i may try to do some bouncing around some open mic stuff and then of course sunday night i'll be doing the open mic at pinatas in tewksbury which i absolutely love that club and uh they do it once a month i wasn't able to do it last month but but i'm gonna be there so if you want to be a sponsor or a guest to leave a comment radio irregardless at gmail.com you can even call 978-219-9294 hey guys it's been great next week we start Lent, so get ready. See you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. 
The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Just